whoever's out there, you can make fun of me all you want, but <laughs> writing in a journal is so I, I need to relieving. I don't even know how to explain it. Hey guys, welcome welcome to Keeping It 49.5. Uh, here. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I have some explaining to do. Munna has officially retired from Keeping It 99, so I'm the only host. Wait, so I can be the co-host? No. So, uh, so I just want to go out and say thank you, Munna, for everything you've done for the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for all your support, for viewing, watching, liking, subscribing, and commenting. Uh, it means a lot. And uh, yeah. We love you, Munna. Yeah, we love you, Munna. Something else I would like to say before we get into it, before I introduce who you are. Um, in the description, first link in the description is going to be a link to a fundraiser for uh, for St. Mark's American Coptic Orthodox Church. They are building a new building, and they need some fundraising. So link in the description if you want to help out. Uh, it would mean a lot if you uh, put some money into it because, you know, it's always good to have a church building. Thank you, Ivana. You're not even in this shot, but thank you. Appreciate it. Anyways, with us today, okay. we have who, what, so first off, welcome to season two of Keeping It 99, first episode of season two, and it was only right that the first episode of season two would start with the first guest of season one. We got Mr. George Bogdaddy with us here today. Big daddy. Anyway, so. Pull, pull this, pull this closer. Okay. Turn it, like turn it. Yeah, like that. You like that? Yeah, it's that like better that. for you? Yeah. So today I think uh, it's you're only too right. Quiet, bro. See, first episode, you're too loud, now you're too quiet. What's I'm happened? Actually, you're actually kind of quiet, yeah. Maybe turn it up later. Okay, so stop. Stop, that's enough. Okay, tell the editor. Pause. I don't want you to do it too much. Like, this should be, this should be fine. Uh, call in. Hello, hello. Yeah, you should be good. Okay, restart from the... the it's only right. The oh, yeah. So I'm going to start it. I'm going to restart it. It's only right. Okay. Three, two, one action. You know, so it's only right now that it's the first episode of season two that we get the same guest as the first episode. First guest from season one. We got George Bogdaddy with us. Very special guest. Thank you, George. Thank you for having me. So the first time you didn't really get a proper introduction. Um, it was just, it's 1047 in Mississippi. But uh, so, you know, maybe tell the viewers, you know, the new viewers, like, who are you? Okay, first off, I wanted to apologize for the, the first episode, you know, screaming into the mic, you know, it was immature, and now <laughs> I'm here for season two with the real conversation, and first off, I am 17 years old, I go to Cherokee High School, and I play football, and if you're wondering, I play D-line, and we've had a rough season, so say the least. A yeah, rough season, huh? You know pushing through so we'll see where it goes from there into our region games but yeah i'm coptic orthodox uh, if it's not <laughs> obvious enough <laughs> and i mean there's not much about me what's your story man like like how, how are you the person you are today well that that's a difficult question but i mean it's kind of obvious too. I mean, my parents, um, my com my church community, the people I hang out with day to day. I mean, I guess that makes me the person I am. 
and then a little bit of me, you know. Already cut out for the interviews? You're already, you're already getting those, those responses ready, those robot the cl- responses. The cliches. Yeah, 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 the robot responses. I see, I see, that's fine. Don't worry, today in this podcast, we're going to push you past all those responses, and we're going to really dig deep mm. into, uh, into the depths of your heart. I don't like that. So, um, <laughs> you know, today you, we decided that we were going to talk about stress. Yeah. And the difference between good stress, bad stress. Um, I don't know if you want to get personal or not, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Okay, I don't, I don't know how personal you want to get, but <laughs> I will tell you Whatever this, you though. want. I think stress is something in our lives that could really benefit us and that I feel like personally for me, I don't utilize it in the right way, you know? <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> so stress, like, I guess at our age is really kind of the school, college Type yeah. of stress it's not like the financial i have a family stress mm-hmm. which is like a different degree of stress but everyone underst- understands stress at some different level so for us we pretty much understand it at school like i need to get good grades have a test sports extracurriculars all of this and it's it's kind of difficult really to compare that to an adult because they go through like I don't want to say real life stress, but they go through stress that other people are involved in. So to some degree, I think at our age, we have to understand that there's, I guess, the bigger picture and the other people around us in our families go through a lot more stress and we're not like the only ones. But to really differentiate between good and bad is when stress motivates you instead of kind of creates this anxiety and i actually looked it up stress tends to like change even like your brain function and on top of that the structure which is kind of weird because like we live in a very like depressing and like kind of i don't know i feel like people are a lot more depressed recently than they used to be like i mean I don't know if you agree or not. No, no, I agree. And so I'm going to say, um, I would like to, I really like all the points you made, but I'd like to focus in on like the good stress versus the bad stress where you said good stress is where it motivates you. And I think de- what makes something good or bad stress depends on the person, how they perceive it. And I think like as a human, if I take stress and I say to myself, Oh man, like I can't do this. I can't do it. That's when it becomes bad stress. That same stressor, so the same thing that's causing the stress, can still be a positive thing if I decide to look at it as, you know, there's a challenge, but I, I really need to tackle it. And I, I will say there are, there are things that cannot be good stress. There are things that are just completely out of our control, but I think um, this, this relates to something that Abuna actually said in the sermon today. He said that, like, in things we, we, we can't control, like, we have to trust God in it, right? In things we can't control... We have to put God and be like, like I trust that whatever is happening is coming from God. And a good example of this is, I'm putting this in the sermon. I'm just stealing it like verbatim. But he said that um, in the story of David, you know, David and his friends were out, and Saul's men were cursing him and throwing stones at David. And his friends said, "Do you want us to go kill that guy?" And David said, "Well, what if God told him to curse me and to throw stones at me?" Obviously, God did not do that. But it's that perception of 
this is something I can't control, but try to see God's message in it. And that, that like it, it causes you to think about it in a completely different way. And you apply that to stress. You have something like, for example, you know, both of us were both seniors in high school. We're flying to colleges now and it's, it's a stressful process. And there's two ways that we can, two main ways we can think about it. We can either think about it as, man, like I'm never going to get to my dream school. And a lot of times I think about that. I think the same thing. It's like, you think of the worst that's going to happen. You're like, man, I can't do this. I can't get all these essays in. There's no way I can bring my SAT up. There's no way, you know, I can really portray who I am in 650 words, you know? Mm-hmm. There's another way to look at it where it's like, sure, this is hard. Sure, I'm struggling. But I know that if I put everything I have into it and I let God take over and take over the things I can't control, take over who the admissions officer is, let him control that side, you know, and decide like, you know, help the people making the decision to do the right decision, then in the end, whatever's good for me is what's going to come out of it. And I think that's where, where, that's where stre- there's a line for stress, where you can stress about things, you can put priorities, you can say, I need to do this now. Like you can use that as like pressure to get stuff done. Yeah, I was, I was thinking the same thing as like a pressure to get things done because yeah. for me, like at least, like this part, like lower on it. At, at least, you know, I I get overwhelmed with it. Okay, I need to make a to-do list. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, like I have a lot of stuff to finish in this amount of time. I need to do this. And then I'm like overwhelmed. And then kind of, that's such a bad habit like that I started for myself. Like just being sometimes overly organized mm. kind of hurts you. I'm really organized too, so. So, well, it depends. At least like everyone's slightly different but for me when i make that list and i look at the list and i'm like shoot like this is like a lot i'm like feeling overwhelmed instead of i could just get into the like subject start with the homework you know gradually get into it but you mentioned the whole college admissions thing and <laughs> it got me a little stressed right now so yeah it is a big stressor but you know it's it a lot of it is completely out of your control. Yeah. Right? And and truly like someone someone told me this uh earlier. You really can only give your five loaves and two fish. But then I think about it, I'm like, how can I give the best five yeah. loaves and two fish that I have? And you're gonna be like, Oh well you're stressed, so that's negatively affecting you. So I think what actually let me ask you. What are some things you do to get rid of stress in your life? That's a good question. Or, like, what are things in general people can do yeah. to get rid of stress? I think for me personally, um, how I get rid of stress is I, I just, I, I honestly, like, I just change my perception on it. I don't think of it as something pulling me down. I think of it as something pushing me forward. You know, there's something they say um, when you're lifting in the gym. Uh, something someone told me this when I was, you know, just getting in, uh, is like when you bench, right? Instead of thinking about pushing the weight up, think about pushing yourself like through the ground, right? Think yeah, about, that's very think common. about like holding, like you're pushing yourself away from the weight and obviously it sounds stupid, but that small change in your mentality completely changes what weight you can do. And it just goes to show you like how much your mind really plays into, um, like what you do. So I think if you take the same idea and you apply it instead of thinking of, man, I have so much to do. Think of, think about, uh, I know I get to do all this. It's actually something Andrew Tate said, which is kind of funny. Uh, it's one of those, it's one of the few things he says that, that are logical, but I really like it. It's like, instead of thinking I have to do this, think 
I like it's a blessing I get to do it. And it sounds so stupid. It sounds so dumb. And I'm 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 not like I'm the first one, you know, someone who speaks to I condemn myself. Like like I'm the first person that used to do listen to what I say, but honestly it's when it's when you're able to separate between what is helping me and what is hurting me and then the things that are in the middle making it something that helps you. I think that's for me personally, but so you kind of change your mindset a little bit. Yeah. So it sounds super I mean, cliche, but no, it, I don't think it's cliche because I mean, if you're able to look at something differently, then you're taking a different approach yeah. to whatever your task is. Or even sometimes people get stressed from like friendships, mm-hmm. like relationships, like all, all that stuff and just people in general. And like you, you get really worked up. Like, I feel like stress really works you up yeah. that you lose just like the sense of just like living in the moment. Like, I think that's yeah, what living in the does. moment is a big one. But for me, I don't know, like changing my perception is good, but then I still feel like that stress mm-hmm. that's kind of just underlying. It's like I'm pushing it down. Yeah. So, I mean, I think like uh, obviously a very, very, you know, good way to get rid of it is physical activity. Yeah. Like I've noticed, like I've kind of slowed down a little bit because the surgery and all that. And it's, you, I can, I feel more stressed. I feel more like charged up. Um, but physical activity is definitely a good one. I think honestly, the best thing, the best thing I can think of is quiet time, like real quiet time. It's sitting in absolute silence, like listening to your own heartbeat and focusing in on it. Like, I'm going to. We I'm talked just, about this, by the way, on the yeah, first episode, yeah. But I'm just going to jump in. I feel like people have just a difficulty with controlling their thoughts. Hmm. So this, this might get into, like, something different. But, like, sitting sitting quietly, okay, someone might feel like they cannot focus their thoughts, even if hmm. they're thinking about what their whatever it may be, their heartbeat, their... They're breathing. It takes, they just jump to thoughts. So uh, I will say it's very hard and it takes a lot of time and practice. And I think the first time I ever did it, I got about 20 seconds, about 20 seconds. But the power you feel in those 20 seconds of like, let me sit focused. Let me focus on my heartbeat. And that's the only thing you hear. And you just focus on the heartbeat and you keep focusing, eyes closed, keep focusing on the heartbeat. You feel so in tune with yourself there's this book about it or this, this book it mentioned it. And that's where I, I learned this from. I forget. I keep forget. I always forget the name of the book, but, um, Colin can put it right here for me. Uh, yeah, we have an editor now actually part of season two. Um, but it's, it, it's so powerful really feeling like, like who you are, you know, it's cause you, if you think about it, right, just sit and think about it. God created every single, he, he literally wove you together right? There's a psalm that says, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, right? God literally sat there and put you piece by piece together. So how beautiful is it to think of, especially you, you're, 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 you really love medicine. You wanted to be a doctor. Like think about all the muscles. I don't know any of them. Think about all like the intricacies within your body, how the nervous system works, all these things. It's so rich. It's so rich. And seeing God in those little things, makes you appreciate so much. It makes you so thankful for who you are, which in turn reduces stress because a lot of stress is I need to, I need the next thing. I need the next thing. I need the next thing. I need yeah, to be better. I need to be better. Sure. I need to be better. Not saying wanting to be better is bad, 
but you need to learn to be content with yourself at the same time reaching for more. Ooh, that's, that's very difficult. It is because it's, it's almost because impossible. For me, I just don't feel content with myself. So even, even if like I get really good at something, I will not notice that I'm good at something and I think I'm yeah. bad at it. Like, I'm just going to be honest. Football for, is one of the biggest things that to this day, I just don't think I'm good at, but I kind of like take a step back every now and then. And I, d- I don't want to sound like, you know, prideful. I mean, you're five foot seven, so you're not good at football. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if I'm five foot seven. I'm actually five eight. <laughs> but I kind of just step back and I realize like, you know, I look at the film. I'm like, hey, like this is really good. Like, like my when my coach tells me, hey, you're doing a really good job. Like this is the best game you played, this and that. I realize I'm like, okay, like I'm pretty good. Yeah, I can work on some stuff. But like, you know. Yeah. And I, and I think, sorry, continue. No, go ahead. I, I think like, it's so hard to be both content and wanting wanting to do better. Because There's a lot of people fall into this just like, oh no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah, it's, it's just very polar. Some people feel very content where they don't want to work. And people are just not content at all that they're, Mm-hmm. continually working and then i realized like just within my i guess like working habits within anything mostly school like i get so overworked that i allow stress and then your performance starts to decline mm-hmm. so you're just not really efficiently uh producing the fruits that you want or anything that you want like outcomes yeah. And I'll say like when it comes to wanting to be better, it's so easy to fall in this trap of jealousy, being jealous of others. And I think where that the happy medium between wanting more and being content falls in reducing jealousy. Mm-hmm. And jealousy is very stress induced. Very stress induced. I mean, you think about times where you're like, Man, I wish I had what this person had. A lot of times that stems from being stressed out about something. And I, I'm not going to lie. I think because for me, I to counteract jealousy, because you see, oh, someone has this, and you just forget what you have, and you get so stressed and worked up. Hey, like, I don't have this. I, like, I need this. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to attain this in some way or form without recognizing what you're good at. And I, I kind of just look at it like, I, I say this a lot, but I don't think uh, anyone is actually, like, dumb because I don't like that word, like, being used in, like, education. Oh, you're not in the smart classes or whatever. And I know I might be going on a tangent right now. Go ahead. But... Because I'm going to tie this back in. Don't worry. I got you. But also, Miriam stole that line from me in her episode. <laughs> but I just wanted to make that clear. And If you haven't watched that, it's up here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, back to what I was saying. So you kind of just fall into the trap of believing what others say while you have this skill set that you might not know of. So, yeah, you might not be the greatest reader, but you might have a passion for, like, history or math or science. Like, your skill set lays somewhere else. Even if it's outside academics, like, that doesn't mean you're not smart or you're not 
intelligent because there's no way you have such a high functioning brain and someone has the right to call you dumb or slow i mean there's definitely people it's proven more intelligent than others but that doesn't mean you have a special skill set or talent that you could use so i'm going to tie this into the college admission process oh yeah because i think something that i've this is something that i've realized like as i'm doing the processes sure i don't have as high of an SAT as I would like to, or as high of an SAT that other people have. Take it easy. Sure, I don't have as high of a GPA for sure that I would that I could have attained if I just tried harder sophomore year. Um, I feel the same way. Like I feel like everyone slacks sophomore year. Yeah, yeah. And that freshman year. I mean, we were hard. online. That's probably why I slacked. But um, mm-hmm. you were in Cherokee County is different. But um, like, it's it's that. What. That was just really loud breathing. <laughs> You're good. But it's like the, uh-huh. this process where I've realized like, sure, I don't have those things, but I have other skills. I have other things. I, obviously the podcast, I don't want to make everyone feel bad. They don't have a podcast, but there's other things that, you know, I have my, I have a lot of service hours. I have whatever this, 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 and that doesn't make me better than anyone. It doesn't make anyone better than me. We're just good at different things. And I think mm-hmm. when you realize that and when you realize that, Hey, I have a, like, especially in the college admission process, any, if I had to give any advice to anyone who was going to do it in the future, it's make yourself unique, make yourself unique in the process. Like show that you're different, you know, just cause you have the same SAT, same G, same GPA, same extracurriculars, find something that separates you from everyone else. Because it, first off, you can take pride in that you can be like, Hey, you know, I got something no one else has, you know, and you can, and that, that takes out a lot of jealousy. And at the same time, it takes out a lot of stress because you're like, you know, if if a college would like someone that has this trait or this personality or this whatever, I have that and no one else does. And sure, you can think of, oh, they're going to overlook it, but you'd be surprised what God can do. I mean, on top of that, I think we forget like they're humans too. Yeah. So they, they notice things about people like I'm sure that they're looking for good grades and high test scores and all of in a good essay even but even if you try to throw sh- throw show through your like activities that you have dedication commitment and i think high school is a lot greater than just you know grades and all of just academics i think it's really a good time to build like virtues yeah. and habits and that's how i've kind of just changed my thinking very recently like in the past month like this is really just the time for me to grow as a person so when that stuff really really does matter for the next stage of my life that i already have that commitment that work ethic good relationships and social skills so all that stuff builds up so i kind of reduces my stress time back to stress that my goal here is not to be the valedictorian or whatever it may be like right now is the time for me to build my foundation to carry that over into the next chapter of your life because you could be really smart and then you go to a really good college and you have just bad work ethic and you get stressed out because you're not doing well because no one is like able to go past their capabilities so yeah and i think like like honestly, like like when it comes to like stress in in high school and in life in general, I think the the best way to not be stressed 
is honestly just like, just, just don't, don't think. And it's so, so hard to say, like, don't think about it, but it, it really, it really is that simple. And I think a lot of times as a Western society, we're very bad at being simple. We are hurt. It's, impo- it's impossible for us to be simple. And I think you can think in any, any, you can think secularly, you can think religiously. A lot of the most successful people are very simple. Very, yeah. very simple. And they do, I mean, simple things that you that just bring take, them for, to, exactly. take for granted. Exactly. Yeah. Like you think about, I was watching um, a TED Talk for engineering. And it was this uh, pro, uh, product developer at Apple. When they were selling the iPod, something they noticed is that no other electronic, you know, company is selling electronics fully charged or with any battery in them. They're all dead and you have to charge it up and then use it. And he was like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense why someone who's so excited to use this product, they just want to use it. They just want to use it. They open it and they have to charge it. So what did Apple do? They put them in the boxes, fully 60%. charged or sixty percent, whatever. There's, <laughs> I thought you were about to say they come fully charged. Nope. No, they don't. They come sixty, but they come with enough battery for you to use it. Yeah, I think sixty. And that small, charged. that small difference. I mean, that that's that's what took Apple to an even like they were already at a high level, but even a different level. You know, and he was like, you know, his, he opened his whole TED talk about how the sticker on the Apple, how all you want to do the first time you ever get an Apple. You just want to eat it, but it's so inconvenient to take the sticker off. But every time you take it off, you just get more numb and numb and numb to it. You don't even realize that you have to take off a sticker. It's kind of like a random tangent, but um, a little random. That, that's like but... so random. What does that have to do with stress? But it, you, okay, you can apply it to stress in the same way, where it's like, don't be okay with the small things that lead you to be more stressed. Don't just don't just sit there and just just because you're used to it, don't be okay with it. And there's a lot of small stressors, and I, I think that's like. The biggest Ooh, issue. That's true. The small things. Do we get numb to some stressors? Oh, for sure. I mean, for example, you know, there's something that just stresses me out randomly. It's just not being on time. And it's good to be on time. But to, to the point where I'm like arguing with my brother, getting in a fight with my mom, or just like ruining everyone's day. <laughs> is it really worth it to be... 10 minutes so late. So yeah. that's that's my question. That's the first thing that came to my... So personally, I hate being late as well. So I'm probably a really bad person to ask. Um, like this morning, I was late for church. I was, I was so bad. And, and you you like flip the whole house. Like you need Basically, to like get going. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. <laughs> I'm like that. Sorry, mama. Um, but I think when you think of these habitual stressors, like they're called, you know, like the... the Or, you know, things that... Because the human brain, right? We, if we remember every single thing... We don't have space for that. So we compartmentalize things. That's why, you know, you've been driving for a couple of years. You can drive without really fully paying attention. Oh, yeah. You can kind of just tune it out and just drive and you'll get there. Yeah. Right? You, you don't have to look at every sign. I'm you just convinced kinda... on my way to church, I can do it with my eyes closed. Okay. I don't know about that much. I, I, okay. Let's not try, please. Sometimes please. I try. Just please. close my eyes. We're not trying. But don't tell anyone. <laughs> so it's like, it's like those, those like habit things or like the peeling of the sticker off the apple every time. You know, but you think about stressors, habitual stressors, things that we just do that stress us off or take us off a little bit. We don't do anything about it. And I'll say for me, a personal example is like, just never, I never wake up on time. Why? Ever. I'm, and Maybe I never I'll do anything about it. I'll give you my it. alarm. I'll give you my alarm. You give me your alarm? Yeah. Would like, you have one of those old uh, alarm uh, uh, Like, it's bad. 
It'll get you awake before the alarm. Trust me. I wake everyone else in the house up except for myself. That's bad. No, I wake up. I turn it off and go back to sleep. Like, I just, I just don't feel like, you know. So, again, and that, what does that do? Causes stress, right? Now I'm 20 minutes late. Got to get ready super fast. I got to leave. Got to, you know. So, like, why don't I do anything about it? Why? I don't know. Ask yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, set a couple alarms. Sounds do like something. a therapy like, session. Uh, no, but again, it's like back to that, like. Like, when I have the alarm, I'm right out of bed. Like, I'm not just waiting for the next news. I'm I'm, I'm waiting for mama to come wake me up is what it is. No. If I don't wake myself up, I'm I'm just... (laughs) It's done. Yeah. Yeah, But again, it goes back to that, like... But then, that goes back to, like, just starting your day. If you're already starting your day stressed, because that could be a daily habit. I was going to get into that. Thank you. Yeah, like, I was just thinking about that. If you start every day slightly stressed, just getting out of bed, like, that's the first thing you do. Ooh. I mean, it, I, I can't imagine what else you're getting stressed about. I mean, because you go home, like, you go downstairs, your mom's trying to talk to you, you're like, Mom, I don't have time, I don't have time. And then so you're now, just ruining, exactly, like, a relationship. Exactly, yeah. And then you have to come back and apologize. Yeah. And you're already, like, worked up through your day. Yeah. Man, it all just, you know what, guys? Just get out of bed. Like, <laughs> make your bed. Point. Get up at six a.m. Make your bed every morning. Change your life. Yeah, it probably will change your life. Honestly, probably. you, you know. never know. They say those like small, you know, small uh, details. The small habitual things can also reverse stress. Making your bed every morning. You know, I'm not sure if I wanted to share this on a podcast. Sure, go ahead. But you know, I think something that definitely reduces my stress and just gives me clarity. And you know. Whoever's out there, you can make fun of me all you want, but <laughs> writing in a journal is so I, I need to relieving. I don't even know how to explain it. Just putting your thoughts on paper or more importantly, your emotions, your goals, what you're upset about, or just even random things that happened that just bothered you, man. You journal. I never knew that about you, by the way. Possibly. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, we've had people that journal all the time on the podcast. I mean, yeah, I, I journal. I, I need to journal. Mostly when I'm upset. I mean, you're still journaling. And it's, you know, whatever culture wants to call it, soft boy or whatever. <laughs> like, like, I don't, I, I just don't care. Not a top you know, G, huh? I don't, I'm not the top G. It's just, it's <laughs> no edifying is. for myself. So. No, I, so I do something similar. If I'm really, really worked, I'll go in my notes app and just type, okay. type everything out. I don't like notes. But I you know I need to get a physical journal. I need to start journaling. I need to. But it, some people like you know I talk to journaling isn't really for them. So no, no. it just depends. Yeah, yeah. If it's for you. Yeah. Sometimes it's reading. I mean. I love reading. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've been reading every night before right. I go to bed. Even if it's two in the morning, I still read. That's good. Yeah. I just had break and I spent way too much time reading. <laughs> no, dude, reading is reading is one of those. Okay, you know we're we're moving on from the stress topic. Okay, we're just gonna keep talking. Well, this is really just kind of we're just talking. This I don't is like really this. just solutions. Sure, to reading is a solution stress. to stress. Yeah, it, it ties in. It ties, it ties in. in somehow. We are okay. still on topic. We're still on topic. It's fine. Okay. No, but reading is. I, I think there's so many positives to reading that I regret wasting my whole high school life not reading. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean, if, if I, even if just only from I a, read. Even from dude, an my, SAT, bro. <laughs> my college essays would be 10 times better if I could read. 
Well, in my SAT English well, t- section. That, yeah, like more importantly, for me, it was just like I was in reading bowl in fifth grade, and then Bro, I was in middle school. I thought I was too third, fourth, fifth grade. I thought I was too cool for reading at yep, one point. That's what happened. I was like sixth, seventh, eighth, even ninth, and then tenth grade. I was like, I need to stop being. Like, no, mine was 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th. Dang. Yeah. I still enjoyed reading. I just never did it. I just never did. Yeah, it's really... Because I would come up with dumb really excuses. Habit. And I just get irritated because it's always like the first 50 pages, I'm just like, uh, like... Just no, now I, now I just read books I, I want to read, mm-hmm. and I think that helps a lot. Um, Dude, I have a whole list of things I want to read. Yeah. Have you read Elements? No. Dude, I want to read that. I want what, to What's the, like, is this what, fiction? Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. You know what it is, though, right? No. Oh, okay, so Elements is a spiritual book written by, no one knows, actually. It's a it's some priest, no one Okay, so you're into spiritual books. I'm just going to have to pause. I love stories. So, like. Fiction? I, mm. I, I can do something fiction. about fiction. I can. But I love spiritual books. I love history books. I'm a nerd. I'm a proper I mean, nerd. I I get the history books. And I get sometimes some spiritual books, but for me, like... I, I don't like the old translated like, ones, though. Like, the ones from Arabic to English, okay. I can't read those. They're I too just, hard. I just like reading, like, something that allows me to feel in the moment of the page, you know? Mm. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah. So, you know, that's a little bit of our uh, stress relievers. I mean... We can keep talking if you want. <laughs> I mean, we really can. Just keep going. Who cares? You know, if they don't want to watch, they'll just click off, right? I mean, they, they, yeah, it's they're not the like consumers. Keeping they can do whatever 99 they want. has any subscribers anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of subscribers, since we're on the topic. It's time to subscribe. It's time to subscribe because, you know, our goal here on Keeping 99 is to catch up to one of the fastest growing content creators out there. Cap. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say his name because he asked me not to call him out on the podcast. However, he has 4,000 subscribers, and he was at 1,000 a month ago. So, come on, guys. we got to catch up. we got to catch up, you know? Yeah, we'll see about that. This isn't really – this is more serious, you know, not funny. What do you have to say about that? Well, it is not funny. This is not funny because Munda's gone now. Like, there's no funny any, anymore. But his isn't funny. See what you did, Munda. See what you did. <laughs> But his his videos aren't funny either. I'm fine. They are. They're they're hilarious. No, they're, they're very funny. They're funny, but it's just it's so easy. Like the content he is, but it's like barely any effort. You know what? I think they're great. I think no, they're great. I think it's simple. It is simple. It's so effortless. Like I wish, like, like. I think it's simple, and it follows all the rules to make you laugh. Yeah, but it's like zero effort. Like literally, you just walk up to a college campus. Do you like Andrew Tate? No. Why? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like it's 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 I don't know. Easy content. Anyways. Subscribe. Click the subscribe button right now and the like button and comment. Okay. Back to stress. What haven't we touched on? We haven't touched up on how it actually changes your brain. Oh, I was going to bring this up and I forgot to bring it up. I was looking into that and it's kind of crazy how something just like chronic stress or whatever you want to call it just affects your brain. And in general, 
just an umbrella idea how a lot of things affect your brain everything does like and the whole idea of neuroplasticity or okay like, okay and, let's calm down a little bit okay <laughs> like things things could just change in your brain just because of habits you build like yeah. apparently there's like some study that if you pray for like or take quiet time and like pray for like eight weeks it's like proven in your brain through like brain scans or whatever that your brain actually like alters a little bit anything you do your brain alters i mean i mean but isn't that crazy it is crazy but again it goes back to this point of god literally like that's how insane god's creation is we don't think about it like we really don't we take it all of it for granted not even ourselves I mean, just look at that tree outside, bro. There is so much to learn about that tree, that that specific tree. Okay. I'm serious, bro. I'm just saying. It is kind of a bad example, but there's so much to learn that we've never learned. I mean, you know, we only I mean, know what 5% we, of the ocean is. We've learned a lot about trees. We've learned a lot of True. trees. But there's... there's <laughs> that was a terrible example. But there's still more. I mean... There's still more. I guess, yes. I mean, we'll never know if there's more or not. There there's probably more. is more. There probably is. For example, the ocean. Okay, that's fair. We only know, like, what, what is it, 5% or something like that of the ocean? Yeah, 5%. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. Just, mm -hmm. yeah, just random. Yeah. So, what did that have to do with stress? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember either. <laughs> I can't remember. Man, you're so, you're so one-directional. Yeah, because I mean, learn how to clickbait, you know, George. I'm not. I'm not trying to clickbait. Learn what clickbait is. I'm not gonna clickbait. I, I you just know want. What? I just, just want you said that. To know. Just because you said that, I'm clickbaiting this episode like crazy. I just want the viewers to know that like, this isn't about trees. Like, it's about stress. <laughs> like it's not about. It's not I'm about. Gonna say, I'm gonna make the title. George loves trees. No. No, because <laughs> I don't. Love I kind of want to try. I kind of want to try. You don't like, but George doesn't like trees. Okay. <laughs> George does not believe in trees. George, George doesn't believe in trees. Talking about not believing. This is. Thank you for saying that. Oh wow. What um, does this have to do with stress? You'll see in a second. Okay. So stress can induce a lot of mental health yeah, illnesses, mental health issue, mm -hmm. issues, and a lot of people don't believe in mental health issues what do you say to people like that i mean it's really hard to change someone's thinking if they're really just like set on it but i mean like you can present them with the facts and the science and mm -hmm. like you could have a whole arsenal of just you know just evidence and if it's just a choice that they don't want to believe i mean it's not really your loss. It's really theirs. I mean, if they're going through something and they just want to avoid it, which actually to get into that, there's a lot of cases where people are just like, it's very difficult for them to identify it. And that's really difficult. But you need people there to help them, you know, like, hey, this mm -hmm. is an issue. But that's, I would say that's the most difficult part. I just identifying it. Where do you think the line is where it's like you're just going through something or you have an actual issue? Obviously, you're I not mean, a doctor or psychologist, but like, yeah, like, personally, don't take what you my believe. word for it, but I'm 
just if I had to say if I had to say something, I'd just say it's more like like seriously chronic. Like it's it's a lot more like day to day basis. Mm. It's a lot more you know. Like this isn't just a week. Th- this isn't I'm having a bad week. Yeah. This isn't I'm having a bad two weeks. This is I've had several months of just bad. Yeah. You know, and like I'm like I don't feel like who I am. Like mm. because you have to understand, you're gonna be sad, you're gonna be happy, you're gonna be mad, and th- that's gonna change. But you're not losing yourself within those emotions. And that's really important. If you feel like you're really losing yourself, maybe, no. Yeah. I'm not I'm sure what say that like, has to do with stress. I mean, you're so annoying. You know that? You know how annoying you are? It has everything to do with stress. I was about to say that. Okay. Cut me off. What does it have to do with stress? So, because I'll say a lot of people can stress themselves into. Okay, true, true, true. You know? That's facts. Okay, fair. So, what. Fair game. You know, going back to the whole. Man, you're so one-dimensional. Everything's got to be about stress. What? That's what the episode's about. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny because the first episode, like the one that we filmed, the first one, we said we were going to talk about a topic and we talked about 25 different things. Oh, well, yeah. That was the first episode. That were completely Keep unrelated to each other. It's verified now. But it's not. Not verified But it is. Yet. It's more legit. It is more legit. You know... In the first episode, I didn't have headphones like this. Y- you also went. Should I do it? No. Don't do I it. I mean, I can turn the volume down. I'm not going to do it, though. I don't feel like editing. More specific! <laughs> he actually scared me. He actually scared me so bad. Colin, please turn that volume down because that scared okay. me. I jumped. I jumped. Okay. I think. Uh, I think that's all, man. I think this is all. We scared all the we've ideas out of my head. Overstretched this conversation. That's uh, pretty long. Forty-three. Forty-three. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. I know. Fun. I say you cut this down. I say you cut this down. Seriously. What do you mean cut this? Like this episode? Yeah, cut it down a little bit. How? I don't know. Thought of how podcasts work. Yeah. Just like to thank the sponsor for this episode. We the cops dot com. Uh, I don't know. George, they 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 stopped sponsoring us. But you can still use code keep nine nine for ten percent off. You can Don't still use us. code keep nine nine on we the cops dot com if you want a cool cross like off. Isaiah for ten percent off. But they don't pay us. But they don't pay. You know, some some of you guys might not know before we end this episode. You know, I'm sorry, you know, we the cops, you guys are cops, so I'm, I'm guessing, but you know, it's not right, man. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> pay my boy, pay my boy. I will say, George is actually a part of the team of Keeping It 99. A lot of the questions that you hear me ask are from him. He's just not good at asking them. Okay, all these questions I made up on the spot, so don't tell me that. Okay, yeah, this podcast was very different. Most of them... I make up all the questions. Yeah. Even if you send me them, I still make them Isaiah up. is a staged actor. Yeah. So is the I send him the script. Staged actor. Hey. To cover hey. this right <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I had no clue that was there, by the way. Okay. Sounds all like right, we need to wrap this up. This is, this is enough of keeping it 99. Keeping it 49.5. Enough of me. You know, I'm just going to stop wasting your time. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. 
and I will see you guys. I love never. how you're looking at the computer, not the actual camera, when you're saying that whole thing. Let's try that again. Come on. Okay. Well, dang. That's, that's a different view up there. Tony, are you awake? Okay, let's actually end it. Now. It's already ended. You ended it already? I mean, he'll just cut it at some point. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, that was all for Keeping It Nine. Please like, comment, subscribe. Turn on post notifications. And we will see you later. Hey, wethecops.com. Don't forget my boy Isaiah. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll see you guys next time. Yep. Tony, okay. you're it? supposed to say see you next time. See you next time. Tony, say, Tony, say it real quick.